Welcome back to the Beerly Football Podcast. It's about football, but Beerly. I am your host, Zachary Smith. Joining me, as always, is Trevor Scott and Kerry Dempsey. How are we doing tonight, boys? Doing wonderful, man. Welcome to Wednesday Night Football. <laughs> okay. How are you doing, Kerry? I'm just walk-a-talkie over here, you know? Okay. I don't know what that means, but... That means he's drinking Natty Light again. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Never again. Never again, sir. What are you drinking tonight? I am drinking a nice cold glass of nice milk. (laughs) What? (laughs) With a side of Coors Light. Okay, there we go. That sounds disgusting together. The combination is not flattering. I don't think you can't go wrong with a nice cold glass of milk and beer. It's a uh, solid you can. I think yeah, you, you can. can. Yes, yeah, you can. <laughs> I think you can. You um, guys have never lived a life. That's true. Um. <laughs> all right. So, uh, what are you drinking, Trevor? I got some uh, Canadian import beer from Total Wine yet again. Okay. Uh, they really need to have some like membership points or something, but it's called Moosehead Lager. Pretty good. Pretty crisp. Crisp. Got a picture of a moose on the front. Oh, I might geez. have to get this again next week. Sorry, let me silence my phone. There you go. Uh, what do you have, Jack? I am. Ha- I have two different beers in front of me. As always, I got two different beers, and they are very different kinds of beers. So the first one I have, El Primero Chihuahua Cerveza, the original Mexican lager. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, I like Pacifico, um, and I like Modelo, so Mexican beer is uh, a thing that I enjoy. But uh, with that, I also have from Orpheus Brewing Company, um, it is All You Get is All You Get. It's a hazy sour ale. That's a weird name, but, you know, what are you going to do? It says Native Funk on it as well. I don't know how to respond to that. But uh, I'm excited. I'm going to go ahead and pop one right here into my mic. You do that, sir. Ah, Wish. There you go. Did it do it? I didn't hear it. It did. You'll be able to hear oh. it on the podcast. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, some big news coming out of the NFL this year or this week. Uh, Christian McCaffrey hurt again. Um, and also, we didn't get to see Dalvin Cook play Sunday as well. So, I mean, we had a, a – me and Kerry both had a conversation about, you know, both these running backs coming back. Uh, what uh, what does uh, the future look like for running backs like Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook, Kerry? Because, I mean, now they're both of them hurt. Christian McCaffrey's out at least three weeks. So, I mean, they what... can't stay. They can't stay healthy every year. It's a constant problem. Yeah. At least, at least with Cook, he always seems to you know miss a few games throughout the year, but it's never anything. At least a couple of years has hasn't been seizing and in, in, ending injuries, but it's just been a game out. So you pretty much know what you're going to get with him. So I mean, it's just risk. I mean, they're great when they play, but you know they're going to miss time. Chubba Howard's going to be a great pickup for whoever gets him in fantasy with McCaffrey out. Yeah. Um, Alexander Madison, I picked him up last weekend. He was great with 
uh, cookout. He had over 100 yards rushing. Yeah. Great game against Seattle. He played but, really well. I was surprised. Yeah, he stepped it up. But, yeah. I mean, it's going to have to wait wait and see. Hopefully McCaffrey, McCaffrey will be back in a couple weeks and hopefully get Chubba on your waiver wire until then. Yeah, I actually uh, drafted Hubbard in uh, the last round of the draft. And I just I thought it was such a great idea. I was like, all right. CMC is going to get hurt. And then I got impatient. And then you I picked, I think I needed the defense. I cut him three days before CMC got hurt <laughs> and was obviously unable to get him back on the squad. So yeah. get um, well soon, CMC. <laughs> get well soon. Yeah. That's pretty funny. I didn't know that you did that. That's, that's pretty hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I was a huge fan of his in college. He was so good in yeah, college. Yeah, he was great in college. Um, some would say the best of all time in college. Some would say. Not me. Some would say. Not me, but some. There's somebody out there. Yeah. Um, so, in other uh, can you ever give Rodgers time on the clock with the ball? <laughs> Maybe like six seconds if you're oh, lucky. Oh, my gosh. The ending to that San Francisco game, San Francisco and Green Bay, it was wild. Um, I mean, Rodgers looked like Aaron Rodgers. You know, he bounced. He he kept the bounce back going after a really bad Week One performance, um, and they picked up the win. Uh, uh, in San Francisco too. So I mean, Aaron Rodgers looks like Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the Packers back as a front runner in the NFC. Uh, definitely in their division. The rest of their division looks horrible. But in yeah. the AF, or NFC, uh, absolutely. I mean, the Rams look good. The Bucks are the Bucks. They need to beef up that secondary a little bit. But, I mean, if you got Aaron Rodgers, you got Devontae Adams, you got Allen across the board, I mean, you can never count them out. If you can't count them out with 37 seconds left, you can't count, count them out in the playoffs, pushing towards the playoffs. And you know how bad Rodgers wanted to win that game. Yeah, he really wanted to win that game. Especially because, I mean, as uh, BD came on last week and talked about, he thought he was probably going to be playing there before they drafted. That was uh, was where he wanted to go, actually. But it's really going to be up to their defense, though, because, I mean, their defense didn't play that well. No. Jimmy, they give up a game pretty much what would have been a game-winning drive to Jimmy G if they didn't have Rodgers on their team. And that offense is great, but the defense has to put in a bit of improvement also. Yeah. So we'll Absolutely. see what that takes. Absolutely. Um, uh, speaking of, the, of that division, though, um, the Vikings defense finally showed up this week, which I was surprised by. Um, they played pretty good. Yeah, against, uh, against the, the against the Seahawks offense. Against the Seahawks offense. Yeah. Um I thought Seahawks were going to be better this year than 1 and 2. Um to start the year, but uh the Vikings Vikings offense was clicking. I mean, they've been pretty good this year. But uh and the I, Vikings couple plays away from 3 and 0. Yeah, they really are. Um so do they challenge uh, Green Bay for that division at all, or is it Green's Bay's to lose at this point? I think they're a good challenger. Kirk Cousins has been outstanding through three weeks. Yeah, he's number he's four top, quarterback in fantasy. Yeah, top ten yards, 
He's got, I think, about seven or eight touchdowns. He hasn't thrown a pick yet this year. I think I believe he's second or third or somewhere up there in QB rating. He's been outstanding. Dalvin Cook's great when he plays. They got that great receiving core. It's really just come down to that if that defense can improve enough. But I mean, last week if they had a decent kicker, they would have won that game. So it's a pretty good team, and it's just yeah. going to come down to what they do versus the Packers. Yeah, um, but the Vikings after beating Seattle, I think that they, I think they put the Packers a little bit on notice um, because that was a really really good performance from them. Um, but I mean, it's for me anyway. It's definitely the Packers' division to lose um, if if they can keep playing at at the rate that they're playing at right now. So going into fantasy, I have a question for you guys because we predicted three and zero for the Beerly Boys on the podcast in our in our fan league that went with the fans of the podcast, and I'm the only one that got the win. So what happened, guys? Like, well. I lost by 67, sadly. Um, <laughs> shout out to Broncos Rule 69. Jay, man, you had an excellent week. Uh, running backs combined for over 40 points. Uh, receivers combined for over 50 points. Got 26 out of his slot. I mean, there there was nothing I could do. Uh, Jameis had a bad week. My running backs, receivers were okay. Hawk only got me three. It's okay. Two and one. You can't. Oh no, I'm one and two. One and two. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Yep. Enough about me. Carrie, uh, <laughs> you lost too, right? Yeah. I mean, overall, I didn't have a bad week. 137 points. Yeah. Carrie but... actually put up a pretty good amount of points. He just wasn't able to, you know. Yeah. You yeah. mattered. He had a pretty good week. You know, Zeke had a good game last night. Herbert went off for him. Chris Godwin did good too. And then he had the Cardinals defense who ate the Jaguars alive. Yeah. And I was. Happy with my team for the most part. You know, the Dolphins had double-digit points. You know, Carlson, the best kicker in fantasy football right now, had another good week. Kittle had a good game. Cooper Cup, once again, great performance. My big one I was happy with was James Robinson, who finally was used and had a good game also. I think he yeah. about 80 yards rushing TD and had about six catches too. But it's really Christian McCaffrey's injury, which screwed me. Only six points for him. That kind of yeah. let me down. Otherwise, it would have won. Danny Jones wasn't great, but still had 16 and a half points. So I wasn't too upset with that performance. But uh, just a good game for you, Matter. And I fall to one and two, sadly. Yeah. So at uh, least I, in one of my fantasy leagues this week, I lost by 2.6 points because I started the Washington defense who had negative four. If I had not started a defense, I would have won. I hate fantasy football. Thank you very much. All right, I'm going to go ahead and read the week three recap for uh, the Beerly Boss, which is me. Uh, the Beerly Boss beats Super Camario, tax on third consecutive win. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, okay. The Beerly Boss beat Super Camario, who struggled to put up points on the board this week with 78, 70.88 points. With the Beerly Boss undefeated and Super Camario winless, it appears they are headed in different directions out of the gate. Alvin Kamara led Super Kamara with 20.8 points, while Lamar Jackson racked up 19.28. Super Kamario, 0-3, drops to the seller, and the Beerly Boss remains in fourth place. So, you know, you know, I'm holding down the undefeated train. You know, I didn't put up a ton of points this week, but I feel pretty good about getting a third win in a row. Starting out the week or starting out the year 0-3. Uh, <laughs> Could you imagine? 
uh, 3-0. and um, And uh, I'd just like to say I'm sick of the slander that Kerry keeps throwing my way about uh, fantasy. So You'll see. 3-0 right now. Three wins in a row. So I'm feeling pretty good heading into week four. Um, but uh, we're going to go into our sleeper league we are with uh, against other podcasts. Um, I blame the loss this week entirely on Kerry Dempsey uh, because he uh, is in love with Daniel Jones. And he was like, we need to start Daniel Jones. We need to start Daniel Jones. So we took the loss because Daniel Jones. And uh, I won't uh, say anything more on it. Yeah, it could have been worse. Let's go back to our fans league. Let's preview week four. Let's go through the matchups. Oh, yeah, the matchups week four. Okay, so I'm going up against – I have a really easy schedule. <laughs> I'm going up against the Cowboy Hawks, 0-3, in 11th place. Hey, man, um, you're projected to lose, actually. I know right I'm now. projected to lose. I, listen, I understand the projections, okay? You don't got to talk to me about projections. Um, I still feel good about my team. Tyreek Hill's been having a couple down weeks in a row. Um, he's going to perform very good against Philadelphia, I think. Um, and then uh, I have... I've had players get hurt all over the place. Jarvis Landry is on the IR now. Uh, Tyrod Taylor's on the IR now. You know, I'm just trying to figure out exactly who who to put in um, because I wanted uh, Jarvis Landry to kind of be my flex guy, but uh, that's not working out great. So we're gonna we're gonna try and and, and hang on, get the win. Zach Moss is projected 10.52. I think that's a bit ambitious. Um, Got a lot of bills on his team, so he's kind of hit or miss. Yeah, got, he's got, really hit or miss. He's got Allen Moss, Allen Moss digs. Yeah, um, but we'll go into the pick them later. But um, I, th- I think I, I think I have. You know, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna lock it down already. We're starting four and zero to start the year, boys. Okay, four and zero. It's a good week to be a Bills offensive player, though. Yeah, that's yeah, Houston at home. Good matchup. Uh, what about you, Trevor? Who who are you going up against? Uh, um, <clears throat> this week I'm playing another three and zero raw talent, Doug. Um, I'm projected to lose by a little over one point. Um, he's got a pretty good team. He's got Kyler, who's I'm pretty sure the number one, number two quarterback. Derrick Henry, who's you know Derrick Henry. Uh, Gibson, Evans, DJ Moore, Mark Andrews, Jamar Chase, who has been hot. Matt Raider and he's the Bills defense versus Houston. Yeah, um, he's got Zach, no ish, no holes on that team. No, um, I don't know. The only thing I'm thinking about is my quarterback, Jameis, against the Giants or Sam Darnold at Dallas. I don't think it's going to matter whichever I do. This guy's team is pretty sick, but because mm-hmm. I am the official fan account of Sam Darnold, I will switch him in right now and hope for the best. <laughs> Honestly, he's the safer play at this point because Winston, you never know what you're yeah, going to get. that's true. Mm-hmm. It could so be the you're going week down week two versus Winston of week one. You just never know. Yeah. But you get a tough matchup there. He's got a good team. Yeah, he's got a really good team. Mm-hmm. And my team, we live in a society. We're taking on Tampa Bay this week. Um, Projected to be a close one. Yeah, it should be interesting. I'm ho- hoping, may- hoping maybe waivers will pay out. We'll see. Um, I like Joe Burrow this week against Jacksonville. I didn't start him last week, but I think he'll have another good game against the pretty weak defense. Um, James Robinson, I think, 
should have a good game against Cincy as well. I'm actually going to be starting OBJ this week against Minnesota. Good. Vikings defense hasn't been great. OBJ looked pretty good last week in his return. So he I'll give it a good. Um, I've just been so happy with Cooper Cup, the number one wide receiver in fantasy right now. He's been outstanding, and I think he'll have another good game in a high-scoring matchup against Arizona. George Kittle's a bit of an injury, but expect him to be a go this weekend. It's been a kind of a disappointment. Yeah. Still trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my flex position this week uh, with McCaffrey out. Got some options like Christian Kirk, Cortland Sutton, Jacoby Myers. Still haven't really figured it out. But um, top of the bay, not a great start to the year so far. Um, questionably if Henderson plays or not for the Rams. Um, he was out last week, but questionable coming up. And McVay said he was hopeful for this week. So that'll be a big factor in this game. He's got both the Vikings receivers, Thielman and Jefferson, so kind of hit or miss there. But he also has J.K. Dobbins starting at flex, so a bit of a help me out there. Let's not <laughs> set his line yet, so I'll take that. Uh, looks uh, like who does he have on his bench that he could throw in a flex? Oh, he's got Sterling Shepard, Devontae Parker, DJ Shark. Uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of not great, but better than J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. Yeah, could be worse. So we're taking a look at some of the other matchups going on in the league as well. First off, we have Broncos Rule 69 versus You Matter. Broncos Rule 69 projected to win this game. They're 2-1, and one, trying to get to 3-1. and one. And You Matter, coming off a win over Carey, uh, is trying to get their second win of the season. Um, I really like Broncos Rule 69's team. I really like it. He just beat me last week. Uh, I think he's a little iffy at the running back spot. Yeah, James uh, Conner's hit or miss. Same thing with Emmanuel Sanders. Um, but yeah, Mahomes against Philly. He's going to sling the ball around. I think he might have one of those performances where he's got like 30 points at half. Yeah, Mike uh, Williams has been good. Mike mm-hmm. Williams, the most dangerous man. <laughs> I don't really Jeez. like that. He's got Aaron Rodgers on his bench. <laughs> yeah, you don't remember that when he drafted both of those guys? No, I do now. Trade bait. The one on the You Matter said, the one I'm really questioning is starting Dan Arnold at tight end, who was just traded uh, this week from Carolina. <laughs> Why would you start a tight end who wasn't that good in Carolina in his first week if he'll get any snaps in Jacksonville? Um, they're projecting a lot of points for him, but I don't see him getting seven. I think he was traded yesterday, so um, he, three days later he's going to go off. I, I don't see it. Yeah, you never know. That's a risky play right there. That's a risky <laughs> play. Um, the, who's Arizona, in, does he have a backup? No, he doesn't have a backup. No, and he's the Arizona defense taking on the Rams, another one I don't like. Yeah, and then U Matters got a, a questionable Herbie playing. Uh, he had ice on his throwing hand uh, before he left Arrowhead in that win on Sunday. But uh, he should be good to go. And that Raiders defense, he could put up some near Mahomes points. That's if, true. Yeah. If he gets in a groove. Absolutely. On his, on his bench, he's got Justin Fields taking on the Lions. Though he's not guaranteed to start, you think there's a chance Fields could bounce back and have a good day, especially on the ground for fantasy? I don't know. Uh, I think there's. I think there's a chance he could have a good game, but no way would I ever start him over Herbert playing the Raiders. And if potentially Nick Foles could see the start if 
he's still dealing with if uh, Fields still doing with his hand issue. Yeah, Matt Nagy has no idea what's going on. He's just rolling the dice. Has he ever had an idea what's going on? Let me tell you guys something real fast. (laughs) There is a man out there that has taken a Matt Nagy offense to the playoffs twice. Who? That man is Mitch Trubisky. (laughs) So the next time you want to say something bad about Mitch Trubisky, think about that. That's true. He's going to be a starter next year. Probably. I would not be surprised if he got a job. I can see it. He's the man myth the legend. I mean, in preseason, we got to see Mitch Trubisky kind of do whatever he wanted, and it looked good (laughs) with the Bills offense. He could have started in Denver, but he he wanted that backup job to push him for next year. So Yeah. Although, if I was him, I probably would have taken the Denver job. Yeah, he would have had a chance to start there, but I guess he wants to on the bench. That was before – that was – Weeks, a month before Teddy, right? I can't remember it if it was after or Yeah, but let's head on to the next game. Eli Brassa taking on the Redbirds two three four. Eli, the number one team in the league right now. How's his team looking? Well, he's projected to lose. It's going to be a close one, though. Um, Honestly, I'm not in love with his team. No. It's he's very, very Cleveland dependent at the running back position. And he's got two Cowboys wide receivers, too. Yeah. So he lives and dies by Cleveland and Dallas. And honestly, uh, the Redbirds 234 has got a pretty good team there. Dalvin Cook, if he's healthy, you know, Russ could always put up points. Sanders good for some big plays. Allen and Metcalf, good receiving core. Logan Thomas is solid. Yeah. Um, he's got Tom Brady off the bench, the GOAT, the man, the myth. I Still would got start Trevor. Tom Brady over Russell Wilson this week. I don't know how he's one and two. He's got a good team. Yeah, I know. It's better than mine. The Redbirds. Well, I'm 3-0, baby. He's still got see. Trevor Lawrence on the team after his rough start. He's got three quarterbacks. Interesting. Yeah, unique. Okay. Um, that should be a fun game to watch. I'll mm-hmm. keep an eye on that one. And then we got 3-0 and versus 0-3. Projected to be kind of close. Scott's Tots undefeated. Super Camario, 0-3. Uh, quarterbacks playing each other this week. Uh, Denver and Baltimore. Lamar and Teddy. Mm. I started I started Teddy last week and was really underwhelmed against the Jets. I mean, the Jets <laughs> couldn't do anything, so it really didn't matter. But now that Denver's going to actually have to take on some real NFL teams, I'm expecting his numbers to dip a bit. Mm-hmm. We've got so, Melvin Gordon in the flex. What do you think about that? I mean, he's had a, a, a pretty good a season hitter, thus far. But he's just a hit-or-miss guy, I think. You know, you never yeah. know with Gordon whether he'll you know, have a – Four four carries for six yards, or have a hundred yard rushing game. Mm-hmm. I, there, it's very clear to me watching Denver that they're trying to get him out of there. But he's just having good enough games to where like people would be like, "Why are you getting rid of Melvin Gordon?" Mm-hmm. What I what I really like about Todd's team is that Carolina defense. I know they're playing a a high powered offense at Dallas this week, but. With the addition of C.J. Henderson brought over from Jacksonville, pairing him with uh, 
J.C. Horn can be Horn, really he broke his leg. Wait, was he part of that yep. trade for the tight end? Yeah, because J.C. Uh, yeah. Horn, J.C. Mm-hmm. Horn broke his leg on Thursday night football, so that's why they brought him Henderson in. Ah. Gotcha. Well, hopefully J.C. Horn come back. Be as well, it's not a season-ending injury, but yeah, it's and a good is, thing. It's a good thing that the the Jaguars are getting rid of defensive players because we're so good on that side of the ball. Yeah, especially yeah, no, like ninth overall pick ones. Yeah, for a third round pick and Dan Arnold making. Ah! Okay, I'm good. <laughs> um, what do you think of Super Camario? Uh, well, first of all, team's trash because uh, I beat them last week. They only put up seventy points. <laughs> He's really top heavy. I mean, he's got Lamar, Kamara, and Hopkins, all three great guys. But after that, it's kind of a bit. It's more yeah, flexible. Chase Claypool, who's just so up and down. It's unbelievable. Um, Williams, it's injuries also. Yeah, because AJ Brown's expecting to miss maybe next week or two, and then he's got Antonio Brown on the COVID list, so that's kind of hurting him a bit. But yeah. still, not a bad team. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's got a pretty decent team. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Rondell Moore in another league, and he did not do well last week, which was unfortunate. But um, he's looked pretty good early on this season when he's gotten the ball in his hands. Yeah, he's got a lot of potential, but yeah, I think they just have so many weapons in that Cardinals yeah, offense. exactly. With Kirk, Hopkins, Connor, Edmonds, there's a lot of targets to go around. Yep it becomes kind of a situation where there's too many mouths to feed. Yeah. That's what, like I've been happy with Edmonds so far, but like he's been pretty much all yards. I don't know if he's a touchdown yet this year. Cause you know, Kyler's stealing everything in the goal line. He got Connors had two touchdowns last <laughs> week. So it's just kind of whoever lucks out, who's the guy going to get touchdown that week. Yeah. That offense. Yeah, but this this should be a great week of fantasy. A lot yeah. of good matchups. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 500 after this week. So you, me too. You're I promising this, guaranteed. Because mm-hmm. I'm still gonna be batting a thousand, baby. Still gonna be two and zero. Sadly, e not Ian. Doug will not be. Doug will right. be three and one. But you know, three and one is really good unless you're Golden State. But at least, you, at least you tried. That's all that matters. Yeah, mm-hmm. a for effort. So now we're going into uh, the sleeper podcasters league. Um, again, I talked a little bit about before how I blamed Kerry entirely for the loss last week because um, he loves Daniel Jones. He's part of that fan club. But uh, we're taking on Fancock Sports this week. Uh, we're projected to win this game, so we need to win this game. I'm not yeah, starting one and three. Fancock. I ain't gonna do it. Yeah, no, we're beating Fancock. Easily. 100%. So they've got Matthew Stafford, Derrick Henry, James White's currently out, uh, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Darren Waller, Zach Pascal, Marquise Brown, Harrison Butker. Is that a- and he's got the Raiders defense, who we already warned about. Don't don't start the Raiders defense this week. <laughs> yeah. And two two suggestions for you, Zach. Mm-hmm. I'd say put in a waiver wire for Chuba. Already did. Nobody <laughs> has. Yet. Two. I'd say 
I'd put in a wire for the Bengals defense this week going against the Jags. Washington has really looked awful this year, I think. That's been the biggest surprise to me. I thought they were going to be a very good defense. Yeah, they've been very disappointing. and I mean, it's been their offense keeping them games early on. That defense up was absolutely shredded by Josh Allen last week. Yeah. And I think it's time to pull the plug on the Washington football team and fantasy. Washington football team defense was shredded by who, Kerry? Josh Allen. The most overrated quarterback in the league? I never said the most. I said he was overrated. Mm. Hey, I don't want to deny he's he's up there, but he's overrated. You know, he will have these great games where he explodes, looks great. Then the next week, you know, he's 21 to 25 for 150 yards. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of he's just too inconsistent for me. I'm really gonna have to see more consistency from him before I can put him oh, up there. Oh, someone already has shown. You've seen this year. Never mind. I did not get a did a rewire. He's not on. He's not in here. Right. Yeah, he he was picked up pretty fast after after CMC went down. I really felt like a genius drafting him in the last round. Well, but... no, I think someone's had him on their team for a while. Because waivers haven't been completed yet. We're still waiting on waivers to go through till Wednesday. He's on somebody's team already. I have a couple waiver requests in. I want you guys to let me know what you think about him. Um, So first off, I have Tony Patrick from Denver. And who are we dropping? Nobody. We have an open spot on our bench. Oh, because we have have IR. Yeah. Yeah. There is no player from Denver named Tony Patrick. What's his name? His Tim name Patrick. is Tim Patrick. Shit. Tim Patrick. Sorry. Fuck. Okay. We're fine. Tim Patrick. I don't really love that one either. Okay. Do you want me to cancel Sutton. that waiver request? Yeah, I think there are, the passing game's not going to be as much. Um, especially whenever Judy comes back. They did lose Hamler for the rest of the year, but Sutton, Fant, I don't think there's really a reliable starter in Patrick for okay. fantasy. What about Quintez Cephas? I love that name. Love that name, but do you love his talent? That's the question. Uh, well, he had, you know, a, he had a touchdown in both week one and week two, had a little bit of a low low point in week three. Uh, but he's going up against Chicago this week. Their defense has looked a little better lately, but their offense is just so bad. It's like the defense can't stay off the field. But, um, yeah, Chicago this week, and then Minnesota, Cincinnati. So a few good weeks with some potential. I like that pickup a lot, Zach. Okay. Another sleeper one I kind of like is Marlon Mack. You know, he hasn't been used much at all this year. And uh, actually, there's been trade rumors about him in the past day or so that he might get traded pretty soon. And, you know, if he goes to an RB needy team, he could end up being a pretty good. So a couple a couple yeah, other waiver player. requests that we could go for at the running back position. Um, obviously, this is completely up to you guys. You got Giovanni Bernard had a big game last week. Do you think that that continues or no? Uh, I can see it. Rojo's out for a little bit, right? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I just okay. I know I think... that that it looked like Tampa Bay was going 
away from using uh, Fournette in passing situations and just going mm-hmm. with Bernard, especially by the end of that game. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Antonio Brown that's out with COVID. But, uh, yeah, last week Rojo only got five touches on the ground, I think, and never even had a, a pass thrown to him. So, yeah, I mean, Geo might be a little premature to put him in right now, but, I mean, if he plays, he has a game is active like he was last week, it, it wouldn't hurt. I probably wouldn't and, start him this week because I don't see them being in a ton of passing situations against New England. I think that they'll be able to run the ball pretty well against them. But that's just me. Gotcha. We're looking good for next week. I, I think mean, we're we'll projected win. to win. I mean, I'm getting rid of Washington defense. <laughs> yeah, you never know. But uh, I'm feeling pretty good about our chances this week. Um, but without further ado, here's what we're going to do, boys. We're going to go into what happened. It's- last week and pick them so i asked you guys beforehand but i just want you guys to say it again who do you think won the pick them last week i got zach winning last week trevor's still first overall okay carrie i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with trevor okay my usual pick all righty okay so the winner of last week's pick them was me was right nice i only missed three games oh no have you caught up to me i missed uh i missed kansas city getting beat by los angeles i missed new york giants losing to atlanta and then i missed pittsburgh losing to cincinnati okay not bad in all three of those games Everyone else missed those two. Okay, so I went thirteen and three last week. Oh, you're definitely first place now. <laughs> Carrie went ten and six. I'll take it. I'll take it. And Trevor went nine and seven. Oh, imagine, imagine sucking. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. So now the new leader in the pick'em is me. At 31 and 17. It's a long season. Trevor is in Three. second at 29 yeah, and 19. <laughs> and I'm 10 games over 500, dude. What are you? <laughs> Carrie is 27 and 21. Yeah, but who picked the Steelers to beat the Bills week one? That's all that matters. <laughs> but look, earlier before tonight's show, we tweeted out that we'd read any replies to our tweet live on the show so we get a couple to read out for you they were kind of football related they were mostly football related mostly first one fire matt Nagy, brennan i've been i've been i I said that our off-season episodes i said that offense is going to struggle the fans are either going to start chanting for fields or they're going to start chanting fire matt Nagy. They are firing Matt Nagy. They're chanting firing Matt Nagy. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. He is clueless on offense, man. I don't think there's any way he lasts in the end of the year, especially with how bad Fields' debut went last week. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. just ugly. Nine sacks, are you kidding me? He's had – I think he's like 12 of 32 in, two, in his two games. 
That's just uh, all pro numbers right there. Pretty much at that point. <laughs> all righty. Uh, the next one. Honda. The next one we have is Warner's fan. Warner's number one fan. At Warner's defensive player of the DPOY, defensive player of the year. Fred Warner is the best middle linebacker in the NFL, and the 49ers will make the playoffs. By the way, fuck Seattle. <laughs> wow. I don't, I don't disagree. <laughs> Seattle is a gloom. Well, Fred Warner is, if he's not the best, he's top He's top three. Uh, the 49ers, I think they will definitely it's just gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. It's just going to come down to their quarterback play. Yep. In a pretty good division where all four teams have pretty good chance to make it. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Andrew Dyshins at Andrew A. Dyshins went with a solid Jimmy G is hot AF. It's not okay. wrong. I mean, you're not wrong. You didn't have to say it. But... <laughs> hey, come on. The, I mean, like, come on. You don't have to say hitting. it. We all know. You don't have to, like, bring that up on the Especially- podcast. Talk about Trevor's body now? pillow of Jimmy G. Zach, listen to this, man. This is who I got a body pillow of. Kyle Lewis tweets <laughs> the show in a response. Baker is elite. Thank you. Yeah, man, those two touchdown passes. In hey, Carrie, Carrie, Carrie. Wait, I actually, I forgot to tell you something before the show. Uh, shut the yeah. fuck up. Okay. Um... <laughs> that beer is hitting, ladies and gentlemen. Baker Dang. is manager, elite. manager, manager. Baker is elite. If Tom Brady is elite, Baker is elite. That's all I got to say. Alex Smith. Moving on to our one additional reply that apparently includes offensive content. We're going to go ahead and click on that one, which says Jalen Hurts is a human trash can. I'm sorry you guys (laughs) had to hear that. But... That is funny. You have to click the thing. It's like allow offensive posts. It said yeah. fuck Seattle. <laughs> that is like, fine. That's fine. You can't, you can't call someone a trash can. You can't call somebody a trash can on Twitter, guys. You should know better than this. This is 2021. Um, but I agree. He looked bad. Awful last night. Awful. His, I mean, his, his stats at the end weren't bad either. No, Just I know. It, I mean, if you looked at the end of the game you're like oh he threw for 300 yards couple touchdowns but that first half he was horrible yeah yeah it looked like he should never see another he down played, and guard. he played a quarter and a half of good football and, and that was when the awesome. game was already over yep garden yeah. Minshew, where are you at buddy <laughs> gardner Minshew. could you imagine think, that Minshew mania in philadelphia i don't think they'd think, be able to handle it i think there'd be riots I think any hope of the Eagles after that good week one performance in Atlanta has kind of just dwindled after struggling last week against the Niners in a winnable game, but then just getting blown out by the Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, they, they look yeah. bad. They look really bad. They need Nick Foles again. Yeah. All right. And with that over with, what we're going to do is go into the week four pick em. I'm in the lead, so I'm going to go first. Thursday night, we got the Jaguars at the Bengals. And you know me. I love me some Jaguars. You said you're not picking them until they win a game. 
So I'm going to pick the Bengals. <laughs> yep. I'm a man of my word. Mm-hmm. Me too. Still- Joey B, huge game. Are you still on the Trevor bag- bandwagon, Zach? What? I- I love- Trevor, not you. <laughs> oh. Trevor, uh, I think he's a good quarterback playing in a bad offense. I mean, that, fl- that flea flicker-, flicker throw was awful. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm not going to – listen, listen, here, listen, Kerry. I'm not going to protect a Jaguars player right now. I'm mad. I'm pissed off. Okay. But at the same time, he's playing with a horrible game plan. He doesn't have a defense to speak of, especially now without C.J. Henderson. So I like I don't know. I I'm 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 done. Okay. That's all I had to say. So I'm going with the Jags. Trevor, you're going with the No, I'm going with the Bengals. Sorry. What? Whoa. There, there you go. <laughs> Trevor, you're going with the Bengals. I'm also fun? going with the Bengals. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And I'm just gonna go back to Trevor first and I'm gonna say, you know, next year's quarterback class not looking great this year. Nobody's really looked good in college so far. But this year's rookie class, my goodness, they could not have got off to worse starts. Trevor yeah. looks lost. Zach Wilson looks like a human trash can. <laughs> Justin Fields. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, what the that? fuck, Carrie? That out. You can't say that shit online. That is dope, right? Actually... Mac, Mac Jones looked like um, a guy that can throw two-yard passes last week. <laughs> And, so it's um, like Tom Brady. It's exactly basically. what you wanted. And we're we're at a moment right now where Davis Mills was the best quarter, rookie quarterback last week. <laughs> Davis Mills. That's yeah. sad. So in that essence, I cannot trust Jags. I do not trust Urban. That team is a joke, a mess. Goodbye, Bengals. Dub. See All you right. later. Good night. All right, next up we got the Tennessee Titans taking on the New York football Jets. Uh, Jets playing at home this week. Who are you going to go with, Trevor? Titans. I feel like they're they're going to break out this week. I mean, obviously people aren't going to go crazy over it because it's the Jets, but I think that offense is going to go crazy this week. All right, Kerry. Yeah, but it, I'm not even answering this question because no one should even acknowledge a Jets professional football team if you watch their performance versus the Broncos. So, yeah. All right. The only word I heard was Jets, so I'm putting them down. Gary picks the Jets. the Jets. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with Tennessee as well. I don't feel like I have to explain myself for that one. All right. Next up, we've got the Lions at the Bears. Gary, go first. I'm going to go first. Gotcha. I'm taking Detroit on the road. Uh, Matt Nagy doesn't know how to run an offense. They look lost. They look confused. Um, I feel like the Chicago Bears franchise right now is like an orphan child uh, lost in the wilderness. Mm. Even if they were found, they wouldn't know who to call to come pick them up. So I feel like uh, the Lions is a safe bet. I feel like they've played pretty decent football so far this year. Like um, a baby. 
What? Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I feel like they played well, pretty decent football this year. Uh, Jared Goff has looked okay. He's looked like Jared Goff. Um, but uh, I'm going to take the Lions over the Bears, even if the Bears are playing at home. This is a tough one. This is one of those like close games, those good games that like there's just no chance that I'm going to watch. But uh, <laughs> yeah, give me Chicago, I guess. Chicago. Yeah, okay. I guess. I, I like taking I the bigger lead on Trevor. I mean, no, Trevor, you definitely got that one right. So keep that pick. Yeah, we'll see. I'm gonna agree with Trevor. Really. Last week was the winnable game for the Lions. Justin Tucker broke their heart. Um, I think Matt Nagy always, you know, he does the bare minimum, but somehow he wins a few games here and there to keep his job, and I think they'll end up getting five or six wins this year. So this should be one of them, you know, after people are hating on him, he'll, he'll come back, Bears look great, and people are off him for a week, and then the next week they'll suck and lose. But Bears this week. All right. Next up we have the Colts. At the Dolphins. Um, who you got, Kerry? This is a must-win game for both teams. Colts have dropped three straight to open the year. Dolphins have lost two straight. Um, the Dolphins, just their offense could move the ball until pretty much the final drive in the fourth quarter of this week's game. Um, so I'm going to go with the Colts. I think it could go either way, but I think Colts do find their first win of the year and somehow pull it out. But close one, I think Dolphins have a good chance, though. All right, Trevor, what do you think? Uh, Definitely the Colts. I think both teams struggling in kind of similar ways, but I think the Colts have a lot of talent, a lot more talent than, than the Dolphins, and I think that's what gets in this win in an ugly game, which I would not prefer to watch, but I think it could be interesting. All right. Uh, I'm also going to take, hold on. I'm a little confused. Am I picking the dolphins? What the heck is happening? Um, I'm going to take the dolphins at home. Okay. Okay. I don't have a reason for it. I'm just, Feeling the Dolphins right now. The Colts have unimpressed me. They've been so unimpressive this year that I think the Dolphins could walk away with a win. Uh, Dolphins played Las Vegas pretty tough last week. Um, They lost on a last-second field goal. So I feel like the Dolphins got a pretty good chance at winning this game. Next up, we're going with uh, Cleveland at Minnesota. Vikings taking on the Browns at home. Who you got? Trevor? A million percent the Browns. Okay. Carrie? I think it's going to be a good game, and I think this game is just going to show, once again, Baker's game manager. Vikings going to win it. All right. How? Because I don't even have to ask. I know your what thought they, process. But like, no, what no, no, it's thinking about that. It's just, just how much better of a game do you think Kirk is going to have than Baker? I'm so saying another, another 300-yard, three-TD game. Baker, somewhere in the 200s. But Low 200s? Yeah. But, yeah. It, I mean, 
am I wrong that this Brown team really struggles when they don't get the running game going and they have to, you know, focus on the passing game, especially with Jar- get the run game going, especially with Jarvis Landry out. But OBJ's back. Think- but especially with this Vikings offense, that's pretty high powered. They're one of the better offenses it looks like this year. Yeah. So it could be a high scoring game, and you know they might be going to the air more than the ground game, and just not Cleveland style. And I think it's a trap game for them. I can see it. Okay, I think it's gonna be a great game. I think I'm gonna tune into this game. I think I'm gonna watch this game. And you know what I think I'm going to see? I think Kerry's going to be right. I think Minnesota takes this one down at home. Now, I love Baker Mayfield. You know how I'm on that train, Trevor. You know we and you were both His on that train. His dick is in your mouth. Okay, that's potentially sensitive stuff. That Okay. I, I think that it's going to be a really good game. Um... I think you're going to see some pretty good offense. Um, but I think I think Minnesota is going to win like a last-second field goal or something like that. So if the spread Oops. is in Minnesota's favor, I don't know what the spread is right now. If you're betting and the spread's in Minnesota's favor, I'd take uh, the Browns to cover. If it's in the Browns' favor, I'd take Minnesota because I don't think this game's going to be won by very many points. And... Uh, uh, I would take the over, uh, almost under any circumstances in this game. I think it's going to be a very, very fun game to watch. There's going to be a lot of offense, in my opinion. I mean, here, here's this question as both of you are Baker guys. Like, I mean, obviously, like, when they played Seattle and Arizona, like, Kyler and Russ, they could keep up with, like, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings passing attack. Do you think Baker could do that or no? Wait, when? did you say that – hold on. Whoa. Did you did you say that? Like, actually? Like, did that come Say that again, Kerry. And – came in your mouth? What, what did came you say? out of your mouth? Well, I mean, yeah. came out of your mouth? What did you just say? Listen up here, partners. All right, I'm listening. Did you just yeah. say yeah. Seattle kept up with Minnesota's passing attack? In the first half, they did. The second half, they fell apart. Yeah, second half was kind of close. Um, I mean, he still threw for like uh, 300 yards and a couple TDs. And it wasn't like they were out of it. I mean, obviously the second half wasn't, but for the first half, they were still in it. Jefferson, I will first. say missing Jarvis Landry hurts their passing game a lot. Like a lot, a lot. Hmm. Because he's kind of a safety valve guy that I don't yeah, I think OBJ can be. I wouldn't really say they have a great receiving core. I mean, beyond those two, it's kind of lacking in that depth there. And I wouldn't say their tight ends are great either. No. Well, and Joku's pretty good. And Bryant's okay and Hooper, but none none of them are just like guys. Baker doesn't like throwing to tight ends, I don't think. He doesn't like throwing to anyone. Yeah. But No, I disagree. Fuck you, Kerry. I can't believe you made me agree to that. You'll you'll thank me next week, Zach. Well, I think I picked Minnesota to win. I just think it's going to be a, a high-scoring, close game. I think it'll be close too. It's. I think uh, I Minnesota's going to eke it out. All right. Mm. Cleveland's defenses look good lately. Yeah, they look pretty good. Better than I, I expected. That'll be a fun one. 
All right, next up, we've got the football team from Washington traveling to Atlanta to take on the finally non-winless Falcons. Who are you guys taking in this one? Trevor, you go first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've picked the Falcons yet this year. So, what a better time than maybe some other week. Not the Falcons. <laughs> You're not taking the Falcons? Okay. Mm-mm. All right. Carrie? Um, I don't really like either team. Um, but I'm going to say Washington pulls out the win. I think their defense will do a little bit better this week. Heineke. Struggle last week, but I think we'll put together better performance this week, and I just don't trust that Falcons team at all. I believe in Taylor Heineke, and that's all I have to say. Washington. All right, next up, Texans at the Bills. Who are you going with? Actually, I'm going to go this time. I'm going to go. I'm going to start this one. I'm taking the Bills. You know, Josh Allen has been hearing the slander on his name from certain members of this podcast. And uh, he's out to prove everybody wrong and show he is an elite quarterback. Um, wait, wait, wait. I think actually last wait, week. Wait, 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 wait. What? You're saying, you're saying Josh Allen can prove he's an elite quarterback by beating Davis Mills? <laughs> is I that say, what you just said? No, that's not what I just said, Kerry, because you have no reading comprehension skills. You don't yeah, understand words. Yeah, or listening words. comprehension I said he's on a mission to prove he's an elite quarterback to some members of this podcast. The mission is a a season long, you dumb fuck. So I'm taking Josh Allen at home against Houston. Uh, Carrie, who are you picking? I'm guessing the Texans because you hate Josh Allen so much and he's so overrated. Please pick the Texans. Please do it. Because Josh Allen's so bad, right, Carrie? Wait, two, two things. Yeah. One, one. obviously, I'm picking the Bills. Okay. <laughs> Two, he, here's a question that Trevor was going to ask, but he actually forgot about it. I was not. I was going to wait after the Cardinals game. But I'm going to mention it now. Okay, fine. So, we posted a tweet on Twitter, obviously. I, quit, <laughs> I don't belong here. <laughs> but we wanted to see who would you rather have as a franchise quarterback Kyler Murray or Josh Allen? And it's pretty mixed, but I think the majority went with Kyler. But Zach, who you go with? I think that's insane. You're going with Kyler Murray as a franchise quarterback? Really? Why wouldn't you? Uh, Let me me moderate this. Let me moderate this. I'm about to lose my fucking mind. Because I know Zach is very strong on one side, and I know Kerry's very medium strong on the other side more hatred on the other side but zach kyler murray is that is that so bad right now no 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 no, no, no. okay that's not my point at all my Mm. point is a point of longevity when you're talking about a franchise quarterback you're talking a guy that is not going to be good for five years okay you're talking about a guy that's going to be good for 10 plus one year <laughs> josh allen i'm sorry i don't believe that i just wanted to rile up Gary. i'm sorry okay so who has a better chance of lasting a long time in the nfl the short skinny fast guy or the tall well-built 
NFL style quarterback that Josh Allen Wait. is. I think okay, I think Ray it Smith. would be impossible. <laughs> you just called a white guy an NFL style quarterback and Kyler not. I called it. So okay, Welcome okay, 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 okay. I want right? you to Lamar's I want you to back. tell me this. I want Lamar's you to tell me this. Back. How many NFL franchise quarterbacks have been under six foot? How many NFL franchise quarterbacks have been under six foot and have lasted a long time in the NFL? Tell me. Name you know three. I'm... Name three. I don't have to name three. I yeah, because you can't. One. You can't name three because they don't fucking exist. His perfect counterpart is someone you hated on today, but has been an excellent quarterback in the league for many years. His name is Russell Wilson, and who I'd agree is probably the most like Kyler. Do you agree? Yeah, I would say. I so. would agree. Yeah. Still said is pretty similar. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's. And you don't think he could have a career like Russ? I don't. I. Oh my god. I'm saying if I wanted a franchise quarterback, I'd rather have Josh Allen because I think he'd last longer in the NFL. Does, did Russ look good last week, Kerry? He didn't look bad. He didn't look bad. He didn't have a great week, but he had a bad week. Everybody's bad. Josh Allen has had. More I bad agree. Weeks. Josh Allen does have bad weeks. That's not my point. Josh Allen's a lot younger than Russell Wilson. A lot younger than Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson this year has a rating of 133 with seven touchdowns, zero picks. He's obviously having a terrible year. And his worst game last week, he threw for 298 yards, a touchdown, and no picks. Mm. Real bad. What's his team's record? It is one and two. Oh, he's got one two losses. Okay. Okay. But okay. How many points did he put up last week? How many points that Seattle Seattle offense put up last week? It's football team sport. Yeah, it is. But is what does the offense the, run the through, Kerry? Kerry, what does the, the offense run a, through? Do the Bills have a better roster than the Seahawks? Do they? Yes. They do. They do. So they have a better wide receiving core than. I'm saying a roster in general. The line sucks. They have no running game. Josh Allen's overrated. Where do exactly. I start? A, a guy said that a couple weeks ago. And do you trust the Seahawks defense? Is no. anyone? Exactly. They're on their way down. They're not going to like. But Zach, one more thing for you, Zach. Yeah, go ahead. Um, is it is it Allen's fourth year? Fourth year, I believe. It is his third yeah. year as starter. That is not right. That is right. It is. I, I, it is his third year as a starter. He was a backup his first year. He did not start. Fourth, and it is then, his fourth fourth year. Carry. He started it's eleven now. games. Yeah, he started eleven games in twenty eighteen. And then sixteen. So it's and his 19, third year. Did he start the fourth, full year? Did he get week one start? He started 11 games. Carrie, oh my That's God. That's the majority Carrie, of the year. Carrie, 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 I understand that you don't understand what a like franchise quarterback is. I understand that you don't know that. But a franchise quarterback I'm... typically starts every game of the season unless there's an injury. I don't know if you remember this, but the Bills were starting Nathan fucking Peterman that year. It's his third year as a starter. 
for a full season is the first year that the team gave him control of the offense. It is his fourth year as a starter. If you start 11 games, you're a starter. Oh, my God. It is Tyler's third year. Zach, tell me three reasons that you want to put Josh Allen above Kyler. Don't Don't put Kyler down. Just put Josh Allen above him. And Kerry, don't say anything. I, got, we'll I think time. Josh Allen is more durable. Okay. Um, like I said, I think he'll last longer in the NFL because of that. That is my big mm-hmm. reason. My big reason is I believe he's more durable. Mm-hmm. Um, number two is from year one. And that means the year that he didn't start 16 games, Carrie. That's one of the one I'm talking about. From year one, he impressed me. Oh, my God. I'm going to fucking lose Gary, my mind. you're not supposed to interrupt. From year one, he impressed me with his decision-making on when he decided he wanted to run after he had dropped back in the past. He impressed me with that. He did not want to make mistakes. That impressed me. As a young rookie quarterback, you see a lot of rookies go out and they throw a lot of picks, right? And the fact that he wasn't getting stupid aggressive as a rookie impressed me. So that's part number two. (coughs) Part number three, I think he's a better passer than Kyler Murray. Gary, I will give you a 45-second rebuttal. Go ahead. He's played 11 more games than Kyler. We agree on that? Uh, Yeah. So, obviously, you know, 11 games, he's had more experience. So, obviously, he's going to have an edge up on that. And you In know terms what? of experience? Yes. Yeah. And I won't – and honestly, I might overall – Allen, I think, has a better arm than Murray. But his accuracy, I'd have to go with Murray. Okay. You've seen how, like, Josh Allen can be painfully inaccurate at some points. And that's been kind of the biggest hit on Allen. Mm. Even for, I'd say, that he can be very inconsistent with his arm. Okay. But I forgot what your other two points are, so that's all I'm going to say. Good, because the time is up. Carrie, I need you to give me three reasons you're taking Kyler over Josh Allen. Number one, he's a better runner. I mean, he's a better threat. Not saying Josh Allen's a bad runner, but I think you have to agree Kyler's better on the ground. Absolutely. Especially, Absolutely. especially in the red zone area. Yep. Mm-hmm. Number two, he's more accurate than Josh Allen. Is he? He is. Josh Allen can be wildly inaccurate at some points. Okay. Not saying Ky- Kyler is pinpoint accuracy but i think he's better that's interesting that's interesting you say that i'm glad you said that and my third reason he's still young it's still his third year josh allen i won't say fourth year because someone will get upset won't say who but he still has 11 more starts and you know josh allen and has looked great one game not great the others kyler's had a couple of bad throws, but otherwise this year looking like an MVP candidate. Mm. And I think by the end of this year, when Kyler makes the playoffs, is when people will start talking about Kyler as one of the top guys in the league. Okay. And right. 
one last one last thing. Okay. All right, let's hear it. I think before you can really finalize this debate, you're going to have to wait to the end of the year to like mm-hmm. to see whether Kyler can actually lead his team to the playoffs and what Allen will do in it after building on last year. Okay. It was definitely a a great. Oh, I don't get a rebuttal. A great question. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Zach, gets, okay. Zach gets a rebuttal. Please, Terry, shut up. All right. In the last three years, because this is the times when they've actually started at 16 games, so including 2019, 2020, and then 2021, the first three games of the year. Kyler Murray has thrown 28 interceptions. Josh Allen has thrown 20. So eight more interceptions. Uh, I rest my case. I mean, mm-hmm. Kyler also wasn't great his rookie year. So he's been great this year. He's thrown four picks. Josh Allen's thrown one. And neither was Josh Allen's rookie year. Um, has I'm Josh talking about Allen this thrown... year, Kerry. Josh Allen has thrown one interception. Kyler Murray has thrown four. And they've thrown the same amount of touchdowns. And how many has Josh Allen run for? How many touchdowns has he run for? Yards and touchdowns. Actually, regardless. Trevor, 30 seconds, go. What's your thought? My thoughts are I like Kyler because... He was kind of uneasy his first couple years, showed a lot of potential. I feel like he's blossoming now, and he's going on the way up. I think Josh Allen had such an incredible year last year. It's going to be really hard to figure that up. I think – I don't think he's on his way down, but I think he is digressing a little bit, which, I mean, recency bias, even with Kyler, makes it seem very even and – I'm not mad to say that it's even. It sure seemed even with our guys replying on Twitter. But I think by the end of this year, one of those guys is going to be top five MVP, and that's the guy who you're going to want to start your franchise with. So you won't give an answer is what you're saying? Um, Three, two, one, Kyler Allen. Kaepernick. <laughs> okay, thanks for advice. <laughs> on yeah. to the next pick, Zach. On to the next pick. Uh, I don't even know where we were. We were at oh, the we Bills. didn't even get Trevor's answer. Houston at Buffalo. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, Bills, actually. Thanks. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Next up, we have the Giants going up against New Orleans. New Orleans playing it at home. Who you got, Kerry? I'm going to go with the Giants. I feel like it's another Jameis Trap game. You just <laughs> never you're going to get. Um, but I don't like this Giants team at all, but I just have, I can't trust this new Wait, Orleans what are you team. talking about? You're the leader of the fan club for Daniel Jones. <clears throat> Daniel Jones, he's had a great year. I don't think anyone's denied. He's looked better, but his team has been awful around him. I mean, yeah. that week two, he looked great. His team sucked. That's the problem. Even last week, I mean, he didn't. He didn't have a great game, but, you know, people blame him for his turnovers. He's, I think he's had one or two fumbles this year, but no interceptions. He's improved in that. Mm-hmm. And his weapons around him have kind of failed, too. So, okay. we'll see. Trevor? Uh, yeah, I, I think I'll go with uh, the Giants as well. This was a hard one for me. Um think the Saints offense can be kind of electrifying when they want to be but uh very inconsistent and uh yeah I'm gonna have to go with the Saints I mean Giants sorry (laughs) 
was about to say, you said one and then the other. All right, I'm going to take New Orleans. I don't trust that Giants team. I don't trust Daniel Jones. Sorry, fan club. But uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Saints. I just don't trust that Giants team. I picked them to win last week. It was one of the games I didn't win. They lost to Atlanta. So I'm not feeling good about them playing the Saints. Um, next up, we've got the Chiefs traveling to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Who are you going with, Trevor? Um... Not the Eagles. Yeah, I can't see them. Okay. Go yeah. Casey. Not. Yeah, not not close. Okay, Carrie. I would love the Eagles to win this game and to send Mahomes and the Chiefs to one and three, but I just can't see the Chiefs are gonna be so pissed off after that loss last week. They're gonna tear into the Eagles. Chiefs by fifty. Mm-hmm. Mm. Chiefs and Eagles. Um, huh. This is a tough one. I, Because obviously I don't think the Eagles are a good team. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I'm going to take the Chiefs because I think LA, the Chargers are a bit better than everybody thinks they are. So I think that's why everyone was shocked when they beat the Chiefs. Uh, but I think the Chiefs are still a very good team, and I think that the the Eagles are not. So I'm going to take the Eagles. I mean, and just the, Chiefs, ima- the Chiefs, sorry. And just imagine, think how close the Chiefs are to being 0 3 too. I know. If, if Baker didn't have the interception, like imagine a Chiefs 0 3 starts the year. Yeah. That's crazy. That defense is bad. Yeah, it's horrible. Mm hmm. Next up, we've got the Carolina Panthers traveling to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Who are you going with, Kerry? I'm going with Dallas. Carolina really hasn't had a hard three games so far, and I think without McCaffrey, the offense is definitely going to take a stall against Dallas. Mm. Sorry, Trevor. I think this is going to be the first wake-up call for Carolina this year. Uh, yeah, I – um. I really love to pick the Panthers, and I probably would if uh, if Horn didn't get hurt and C- CMC didn't get hurt. But I'll probably I'll probably go with the Cowboys as well. They've looked they've looked good. Yeah, do I'm. Think, uh, what'd you say? Do you think Darnold has a good game or struggles, Trevor? I think he has a good game. Hmm. I'm going to take the Cowboys as well. i tell you what. I'm going to talk about another guy that's turned me around on them. And that's Dak Prescott. I was Rain not a fan. Dakota Prescott. I was not a fan of Dak. But i tell you what, this year, Cowboys is just, he's impressed me. He's been the leader. And, uh... I'm taking the Cowboys. I think that they're going to be a they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Um, their one loss is to Tampa Bay in a close game, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Cowboys. Next up, we have uh, Seattle at San Francisco. I'm gonna go ahead and take this one first. I'm taking San Francisco at home. 
I don't think that this Seattle team is is all there this year. Um, and I don't think they've been all there for quite some time. And San Francisco looks pretty all there. So I'm going to take uh, the Niners at home against Seattle. Who you got, Kerry? I'm, rooting, I'm going against you, Zach. This is a Niners team that's beat up. The secondary's hurt. Um, the running backs struggling with injuries also. I think Russ comes in there and beats up on him. And I think this will be the week that people pretty much have given up on Jimmy G after week four. I think you said that last week. Did I? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You're like, Jimmy G's going to play bad. You're going to hear that. He, he, was, he really struggled in that game until that last drive. That's true. He didn't really look that good. I know people were already ragging on then, and I think another mm-hmm. another loss this week will start the calls Trevor. for Lance. Calls for Lance. Okay. Trevor? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going Niners here. I mean, they looked really good in that second half against Green Bay. I yeah. think they'll, they'll carry that over and definitely get a win this week. I think they're pissed off that they lost in the way that they did. So I, I think that this is a bounce back game for them. Next up, uh, Cardinals traveling to Los Angeles, taking on the Rams. Uh, who you got, Trevor? Oh, this should be a good one. Um, I'm going to go with the home team. Yeah, I think the Rams get it done at home. They looked really good at home against the Bucks. I think they can do the same against, uh, against Arizona. Yeah. All right, Kerry, who you got? Um, this is going to be a good game. Like Trevor said, I think you go either way, but I think, I think people are hyping up the Rams too much. I say Cardinals go in there, upset them. I don't love this Cardinals team. Um, they've been pretty close to losing first couple of games. And I think, I don't think they'll have more than like 10, 11 wins, but I think they start out four and a. Okay. I see. You just got to take the guy that you think is a franchise quarterback. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams because I think that the Rams are a more complete team than the Cardinals. They're better on defense. I think their offense is better than the Cardinals as well. Um, I think that they proved it against Tampa Bay last week. They're the team to beat right now in the NFC, um, and I think the Cardinals will not pull that off. So I'm going to take the Rams at home week four. Next up, we have Pittsburgh traveling to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Um I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Pittsburgh in this one. I don't have a great reason. Um, I think that defense is very, very good, and I think the Green Bay defense is pretty bad. And I think this is just the perfect recipe for a Steelers team to to bounce back after taking a tough loss last week. Uh, I don't see it. I I see Green Bay, especially Green Bay. at home. Especially Ben last week. I mean, he put up some numbers, but he didn't look good. I don't think he's going to be able to keep up with A Rod at all. All right, Gary. I'm going the pack too. Big Ben is done. He he looks awful out there, <laughs> and that that line is horrible. Doesn't doesn't matter if Rodgers is back there. That they can't run the ball. He can't throw. That offense is a joke. Okay. All right. Next up, we have. Baltimore traveling to Denver to take on the Broncos. Who are you going with, Kerry? 
I'm going to go with Baltimore. I don't really love Baltimore. They, I mean, they've been very close to back-to-back losses, but pulled out the end. I don't think Denver is really for real. I like their defense, but I think I don't, just don't see the offense being able to keep up with the Ravens' ground attack. All right, Trevor? Uh, I got to go Baltimore. I've liked what I've seen from Lamar. I don't want to have that argument again, but I'm going Baltimore. All right. And, and they've had some injuries in their defense, too, like Josie Jewell and Bradley Chubb. So, mm-hmm. should against Lamar running the ball. Um, I'm taking Denver. Um, it's, again, another one of those things like with the Rams against Arizona. I think it, they're a more complete team. Um, I don't love their offense, but their offense is playing pretty decent. Um and they're scoring points, and Teddy Bridgewater seems like he's got control of that system. It's really whether or not they can stop the Baltimore run attack um, and force Lamar to, to stay in the pocket, which is going to be a tough task because he's, he's great uh, at escaping pressure. But uh, I, I think Denver is going to take this one down um, at home in mile high. Next up, we're traveling to New England where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers take on the Patriots. Carrie, I'm going to let you take this one first because you're the big Pats fan. Go ahead. Yeah, after seeing the Patriots offense the first three weeks, Belichick just doesn't trust Mac, and the running game just hasn't been good, and especially against the box front seven. I don't trust that offense one bit. I don't trust the defense hasn't been what expected. And going against this box team coming off a big loss, Brady coming back for revenge. I think it's going to be an absolute blowout. Okay. I'm taking the Bucks. All right. Yeah, I could see a blowout as well, and especially, like you said, Brady coming off a loss. I don't think this game is going to be as personal because of Patriots, but I do think he's going to get out there, uh, get the job done, and this will be over probably before halftime. Okay. I, I just can't see Mac like, keeping up with Brady at this point with how he's looked early on this year. Obviously, he's a rookie, and he's in a few years, yeah, but like at this point, I just can't see their offense keeping up with the Bucks right now. All right. Um, I'm right there with you guys. Um, if a Patriots fan says that uh, Belichick doesn't trust Mac, then I don't trust Mac. So I'm taking Tampa Bay on the road. And the last game, we're going Monday night football here. We got the Las Vegas Raiders traveling to Los Angeles, taking on the Chargers. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick this game first. And I'm taking the Raiders. They've been good to me in Pick'em this year. And Derek Carr has been absolutely unstoppable. Uh, I think this Chargers team is very, very good. I'm expecting this to be a very, very high-scoring game. Um, But when all is said and done and the dust settles, the Raiders will reign victorious. Um and so I'm taking the Raiders on the road against the Chargers. Against the Chargers team, I actually really like. But the Raiders just impressed me so much this year. Uh, what about you guys? Uh, they have been impressive for sure, especially Carr, the way that offense has looked. But I got to go Chargers. I don't trust that Raiders defense, even though they looked good last week. Um, I think the Chargers, Chargers will get it done at home. All right, Gary? I'm going Chargers. They've re- looked really good this year. I still really don't buy in this Raiders team. I mean, they almost lost to the Dolphins with a backup QB last week. 
Uh, you I you think, call him a backup QB. I, I like I said last night. I think Jacoby Brissett's a better quarterback than Tua Tagovailoa. So, did you watch him last week? Brissett looked awful. <laughs> I think he's a better quarterback. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, well, I don't think by much, but it's close. <laughs> All right. Um, well, that will do it for the show. Thank you all for watching. And if you haven't already, uh, this episode actually sports. will be the first one on YouTube. Um, so uh, re- uh, go check us out over there if you haven't already, if you're listening on audio platforms. Um, and uh, Trevor, you wanted to say something about following us on Twitter at Beerly Sports? Uh, something like that, and Instagram, uh, at Beerly Sports. How's that TikTok coming? It's it's coming. <laughs> I don't um, know. If if you're looking for TikTok content to watch, you can follow me at Sports Guy Zach on TikTok. Um, I've fallen off a little bit. I haven't posted in a couple days, but I'll get back to posting regularly. Um, we really appreciate everyone who watches and listens to the show. Um, anything you guys want to add before we sign off? Tom Brady, yes. please don't kill my Patriots. <laughs> I have a, a very inspirational quote for if you're ever having a bad day, you know, stuff isn't going your way. You just, you just feel like you just took a dump on today. You take a deuce. You don't sit there and look at it. You flush it and move on. We gonna flush it and move on. Are you talking that about is your Jalen fantasy Hurts. team? Oh, that is Jalen Hurts. Okay. All right. Hey, um, he's just trying to get rent. This is also the guy that picked against Philadelphia this week. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Again, thank you guys for uh, for watching and listening, and we will see you 